Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. On today's episode of the Light Path Podcast, I take a look back at my 2022 and share with you 22 lessons that I have learned this year. At the end of this episode, I invite you to do the same exercise because I found it to be a really nourishing and enlightening one. If you do, we would absolutely love for you to share it on the Facebook community group to inspire others, but to also allow us to cheer you on. So I thank you for joining me for this portion of 2022. I can't wait to catch you in 2023, but for now, here are my lessons from 2022. Well, hello friends, dear Light Path community. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here. Well, as 2022 is fast approaching its end, I actually took some time out to reflect. And usually when I reflect on years gone by, as we approach the end, oh, I'm not going to lie, I kind of do it a little bit pessimistically. So I look at maybe the things that happened that didn't make me so pleased to be there, or I look at the things that didn't happen that I so wish would have. And in this wave of moving forward positively and proactively coming out of the COVID or the pandemic fog or hangover, as we really focused on in November in the Light Path community on Facebook, I actually wanted to end this year on a realistic but nourishing note. So there was no point in me trying to spin the positive and be a little bit Pollyanna-ish about 2022, but I didn't want to be negative about it at all. And then it dawned on me, what if I just listed 22 things that I learned in 2022? And doing the list was a really surprising and nourishing experience. I didn't expect it to be. It was just a way of me focusing on the end of the year in a proactive and more positive light than I usually would. And what I got out of it is I really was able to reflect on the year that went by, whether it be all the good, bad and ugly things, it didn't matter. But I was able to see that in a way it did kind of all serve its purpose. Some of those purposes are maybe still playing out, but it also um, blessed me with the uh, element of hindsight that I often seek. And I often think to myself, you know, if I was a Marvel superhero, disclaimer, I know nothing about Marvel superheroes. I've watched one Marvel movie. Really sorry if that's your thing and I've happened to offend you. Um, but um, if I had a superpower, I think it would be the gift of hindsight. I'd love to be able to look back in the moment and kind of go, oh, this is why this is happening or this uh, thing that's playing out is actually going to play out massively to your advantage if you just trust in this moment 
or this person actually is so not aligned for you. So let them go with grace and gratitude. Uh, So I'm kind of gifting myself the superpower I wish I had at the end of this year. And I'm going to look back at 2022 and I, well, I'm going to, I did, I listed 22 things that I learned. And so I wanted to share them with you and maybe inspire you to look back at this year that's just gone by in the same way. You know, I wonder if you could list 22 things. I, at first I thought there's no way I'm going to find 22 things and I'm going to write things like that are a bit tokenistic, like I'm thankful for my family, but I kind of am really thankful for my family. But really, I found massive, poignant things that happened this year, transpired this year, opportunities this year, learnings this year, some sad things that happened this year that really taught me important lessons. So in sharing my 22 things I learned in 2022 list with you, I hope to inspire you to create your own and see how that makes you feel at the end of the year as you reflect. And hopefully it's one of uh, the feeling of wisdom and the feeling of meaning and the feeling of positivity moving forward. Another challenge I'm going to add in here is I'm going to share this list with you in 22 minutes because, you know, I just love a theme. Maybe I should have been in marketing or something. I don't know. But... When the clock ticks over and I start, I'm going to give a minute to each one. Some of them will not need a minute. Some of them would need like 20 minutes, <laughs> but this is a, just a little fun challenge I'm throwing out to myself. So here goes. Number one, the real trick of forgiveness. Oh my goodness. I'm going to probably talk a lot about this, but for me, I learned that the real trick of forgiveness is actually just accepting that what happened or what transpired couldn't have been any different. And when I looked at my past or things that I was trying to forgive in that light, that it happened and it couldn't have been any different. And the evidence of that is that it happened that way. It released me from so much pain and so much anguish and so much anger, to be really honest with you. This is one of the biggest learnings I had this year. And honestly, I will never look at forgiveness another way that it could not have been any different. And it allows me to let go and completely move on. So number one, the real art of forgiveness. Number two, not being ready has its advantages. Case in point, this podcast. Uh, I started this podcast earlier than I had planned to. um, And I had to kind of just dive on in and give it a go. And the advantage of that is that I didn't really overthink it and that I created space in that not being able to overthink it to actually just really show up as myself, warts and flaws and fumbles and all. And I had a really good time doing it. And the feedback that I've got from you, which I really appreciate has been, oh my gosh, it's so unpolished, but that's what makes it nice. And my ego wants to be offended, but it's totally not because I wasn't ready and it's not polished, but I hope in that it's authentic and I wouldn't want to be anything other than that. So not being prepared was really, really an advantage for me in that case. Number three, when the light is green, go. So, so many times I've sat back and maybe thought about it. Oh, this podcast can be an example of that. 
Um, but I kind of got a green light and I went and the repercussions of that personally for me, I mean, let alone business wise, but personally for me, this has been a huge, huge thing for me personally. I feel more confident being myself, putting my story out there was the most vulnerable thing I've ever done in my life. But I got the green light and I went. And because I did that, I feel so much more confident doing that in the future. And I honestly think that is one of the gems. That is my emerald of this year. Um, and it's in the center of heart is the, the green chakra. And I just love that. It's full of love. And so when the light is green, I just urge you to go even when pointing back to number three or two, sorry, when it doesn't feel right or you don't feel ready. Number four, shortcuts do not work. <laughs> so um, I learned this in the sense that I tried to shortcut some of my healing this year. So I know that sounds probably really not the thing someone like me should say, but the truth is this is a learn out loud platform. I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly evolving. And sometimes what I'm trying to heal within myself is really big. And I try to do it the most efficient way possible. And honestly, when it comes to healing, that often doesn't work. And I think one of the things that I came into acceptance of and learned to love is that shortcuts won't work. And that's okay. And I don't want to embrace shortcuts because I want to do things wholly, fully, and in a way that is long lasting. So I'm definitely taking that lesson into 2023 and beyond. Number five, what does work is consistency. So um, in kind of counteract to my shortcuts, another way I did take shortcuts this year is like um, reflecting on my uh, health and wellness journey. I can see that from my mid-20s, it would be a fast or a famine in the way I fed myself, in the way I moved myself. And I know though that the thing is, that is always going to make me feel my healthiest is just being consistent. And so that is what I'm committing to moving forward. I'm not committing to dramatic results. I'm not committing to any eight-week BS challenges. That part of my life is so done and I am committing to consistency, consistency with my healing, consistency with my nourishing, consistency with my kindness, consistency with my rest. Consistency in all areas will yield huge, massive, dramatic results, and I'm here for it. Okay, number six, adjustment can't be rushed. So when you're working through things, I found that I knew that, you know, maybe some things for me weren't working this year and I needed to adjust, but I didn't know how often. And I think on reflection and in hindsight, what I've really learned is that when something needs adjusting, that process can't be rushed. So it's not as if a pivot, like everyone says, oh, pivot, or <laughs> I feel like that friends episode, pivot, pivot. Um, but pivot, pivoting feels to me like a sudden action. You know, I learned to pivot when I was eight years old, trying to learn to play netball. And it's like an easy, like change of direction, but often adjustment isn't that. It has to be considered and it can't necessarily be rushed if the pivot is going to work long term. So when things aren't quite working, I'm okay with the weight now and not rushing into the adjustment of what will. Number seven, the world has absolutely changed. And this hit me in the face 
so dramatically, I would say, when I walked the streets of New York this year. Um, I just saw how changed that city was and then it made me really tap into how changed the people of that city were. And I just, and that really caused me or, or kind of urged me into that November um, hangover cure that we went through on the Light Path community on Facebook because it's that acceptance of, yep, the world has massively changed. How have I changed um, as a result of what happened, but also as a as a result of how everyone else has changed? And then ultimately, how do I want to move forward as this changed version of myself? And if you haven't got a chance to get out there into the world or this hasn't been your experience, fair enough, but it's definitely something that hit me square in the face, almost like slapped me across the cheek about how much has changed and coming into acceptance with that. Number eight, letting people go is actually okay. I think this is a lesson that as humans will learn over and over again in many different contexts, but I found this year I did that with a lot more ease because it's okay when some people dip out or silently walk out of your life because it's going to be okay and I trust that that is for the greater good of everyone. Um, A significant friendship of mine massively changed this year and I didn't go into the upset or the blame or anything about it really. It was just kind of this weird acceptance that it was actually okay that that friendship changed and maybe if we want to judge it disintegrated to quite an extent. Will we get it back? I don't know, maybe... Um, but it's actually okay if we don't because, you know, life is full of seasons and changes. Um, and I felt like I really mastered something in that experience there. Number nine, the moon is truly my master guide. You guys know how much I love the moon and this is why I have a moon membership, which I'm so passionate about you jumping on if it's for you, but working with the moon, especially this year in its um, intensity in the eclipse season that we went through and in the gifts that that threw up was it was, it is such a guide for me. It is, it is the thing that I lean on most and you will hear a lot about this next year as I open up to you more about that practice and how significant spiritually and nourishing it is mentally and physically to work with the um, flow of the moon but the moon every 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 cycle is teaching me something it is truly my master guide people tell me what who are my guides and um, I'm always giggling on the inside because I'm like wow what if I told them mine was the moon and I don't mean that like my guide is the moon but it's the thing that teaches me and guides me the most number 10 that cheerleading is my thing I mean, who knew that um, cheerleading could have taught me so much? The power of the pep talk episode, you would have heard all about that. But really, it's inspired me. Like, I love cheerleading other businesses and other people going for their dreams. I can't think of anything better. And I don't think this is like women supporting women. I think it's just people supporting people. And I love, I love supporting other people and their passions. Um, I loved cheerleading the other members of the Light Path community. You know who they are, Laura, Claire. Um, we've also got um, people coming on next year, which I don't really want to like blow up for you. And of course, Gabrielle, who's been on since the beginning. I love cheerleading them and I love watching them grow. Cheerleading is my absolute thing. Okay, number 11, ask and you'll usually receive. This is so simple, but it is actually so true. And I've noticed that a lot when asking 
guests to come onto the podcast. You know, I'm asking people that um, I really admire often and that I've never had personal contact with before and people just being so willing and so open to come on and support the podcast, to share their passions. It's kind of a win-win for everybody, but mostly it's a win for you, which is why I'm doing this. Um, and it's so... I don't know, it's surprising and it just feels so amazing when people are like, yeah, of course, I'd love to. Um, and so sometimes you just got to ask and honestly, like you'll be really surprised with the result. And it, again, that's another thing that's really boosted my confidence this year is asking and just having the um, space, I guess, to receive that without feeling bad or indebted to that person. Um, and everyone just gets so much out of it, including you. Number 12, surprising and spoiling people is the absolute best. So this is a personal one of mine. So in November, my sisters and I surprised my oh, amazing parents with a surprise party to celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. Let me tell you, it was the most stressful day of my life. Um, keep, you know, trying to organize and orchestrate that surprise. But oh, honestly, it is I think I'll look back in life and it'll be like one of the most favorite things I ever did to bring them so much happiness and to bring them something that was super special for them with people in that room that they've known pre their marriage even. Um, and they've been together a really long time, well, 50 years married, but longer than that. So surprising and spoiling. Oh my gosh. I just loved it. So more of that, please. I want to bring more of that on. Uh, next year and in the years to come. Uh, number 13, sharing energy with others is the most divine human experience. And I learned that this year teaching Reiki. I taught Reiki 1 and Reiki 2 this year to beautiful individuals. Um, and honestly, it was just one of those experiences that reminded me of how dynamic it is when you're actually sharing energy and in a room with people who are willing to be open and open to like-mindedness. We don't necessarily have to be like-minded, but open to the possibility of learning and aligning in a completely different way. Um, and it was just divine. That's the only way I can refer to it. It was divine. And it really made me help make the decision to do some moon circles towards the end of the year to sit and share energy with others. And I'll definitely be seeking other ways to do that with a wider audience um, moving forward um, and more coming at you next year on that. I've been busy working away. Okay, 14. More, more people are willing to support you than sabotage you. Um, and this is this sounds kind of dark and ominous. Um, have people tried to sabotage me? Yes. Um, have I seen that? Yes. Have I not seen some of it? I, yes, I have. Um, I, downside maybe of being an empath or an intuitive that you know when you don't even have the evidence, but do you know more people are willing to support you? And this year, you know, it's it's been me like diving into that support. It's been me really appreciating it and learning how to not zone out, but learning not to give, um, you know, attention to people that maybe aren't as supportive. Or maybe even try to sabotage what you're doing. And a, and a friend of mine shared an opportunity, uh, something that happened to her where someone tried to sabotage her business. And I just, that was my response to her. More people support you than sabotage you. Don't worry. It can't last. It's not in integrity. 15, bless the saboteurs. Then 
they're clearly not doing okay. So in that conversation I had with this with this friend of mine, you know, she was so upset and she was so angry that this person was basically ripping off her business, um, doing doing her business, just re- replicating it really. And I was like, oh my gosh, please don't worry. It's not going to take off because it's not in their authenticity. You know, you've set up this business. It's based on you. It's, it's your heart and soul. It's your purpose. And the same product or business, Thing could be their purpose but if they're not doing it in a way that's authentic to them they're just carbon copying you and hoping for the same success and that has happened to me before with an influencer that I worked with they're clearly not doing okay and that's okay because we often all of us go through that um, but it will never work and so just bless them send them blessings um, because they need it number 15 friends can be found in the most unlikely of places and I was so blessed this year um, to meet a gorgeous man in a bar in LA and you'll hear from us on the podcast um, because, you know, I didn't expect to, to make a really great friend in that situation, but it, it really cracked me open and it made me realize, oh my gosh, like how, how stuck can we get in our little bubbles and the people that we know and the people that we see every day. And if we just open ourselves just a little bit, we can make connections with people who A, we would never otherwise cross paths with, B, don't actually have all that much in common with. But when you start to talk and and open up, you really do see that so much more of our differences actually unites us than separates us. And and so bringing you the conversations that I'll have with Andy on the podcast, um, I really just want to highlight that to you, that you can make friends in the most unlikely of places. Number 17, art is truly mesmerizing. Another personal one here, um, I, I quite like art. I wouldn't say I was an art buff or anything like that. And in my 20s, living and traveling through Europe quite a lot. I mean, I went to art galleries, but maybe it's with age. I've just really loved the impressionists. And um, being in New York, I got to see artworks that I wasn't expecting to see. And often it just brought me to tears to see these works in real life. And to me, it's cracked open this part of me that I didn't really know existed, but I can't wait to explore more of. I just want to get on a plane to Europe, quite honestly, and roam the galleries of Paris at this point because um, art is just so beautiful and so mesmerizing. And it definitely leans into a theme of how I want to spend 2023. Um, Listen to the podcast next week because I'm going to talk about that. Um, in terms of the vibe and and art, I think is going to play a part in that because it is truly, truly mesmerizing. Number 18, it's okay to rest. Um, A major reason why I got Tanya onto the podcast so early on um, when starting it, because rest is such a lost, but really, really important art. And I just, I've just really tried to embrace it this year. I haven't done as well as what I thought I would do in terms of embracing rest. So again, something I'm really going to be focusing on next year, but just giving myself that space and that permission to rest is going to pay massive dividends to me in my mental, physical, emotional, and definitely spiritual health. And it's something that I'm very committed to. And it's not okay to do it. It's actually necessary. But for me right now, that's just where I'm at. It's just reminding myself that it's okay to rest. It's okay to stop. Number 19, 
I am in charge of my health. Again, this is something that I'll continue to unpack in the future. But that conversation with Nat Kingrudis, if you haven't um, listened to that episode, I can't remember what episode number it was, maybe 10 or maybe 11. Um, but Nat was is a massive health advocate for women and women taking charge of their own health. And I'm so inspired and it's definitely going to be a focus for me moving forward because health isn't something that we is a result of or we're doomed to that we can actually take charge of it and I feel so ready to do that not because there's anything wrong not because there's anything that drastically needs improving but just because feeling my best and being at my optimum is the most important thing to me health really is wealth and I get to take charge of it I feel just so empowered in that area of my life so go back and listen to that episode if you've missed it because I know it's going to empower you number 20 I can only love myself to the level of my self-awareness so I have been preparing a lot that's coming out next year in 2022 and when I look at what I've prepared and what I'm planning and what I'm producing for you I think the underlining theme of everything that's coming out all the resources um, is about increasing and expanding our own awareness of ourselves. And I think what I've really, really come to realize is that the love that we can have for ourselves is the most important foundation of our lives, but it can only be ever deep um, as it is that I'm aware of myself, my strengths, my weaknesses, my growth, the areas that I need to grow in healing, surrender to, release, all the thing. So I've seen that correlation really strongly this year and I hope that you experience it a lot next year with what we're bringing you. 21, doing the work is a blessing. I mean, I, I, I already knew this, but I think, um, you know, this year in, in the ways in which I've moved forward, especially over that eclipse season at the, at the end of the year in October, for me, it was really, really big. And I just thought, wow, like I'm so... I was just so thankful to myself that I provide myself the time and the space to actually go into the hard bits about myself, whether that's shame, whether that's in a child and, and to do the work there because it is such a massive, massive blessing. And related to the last lesson, number 20, I can only love myself to my level of self-awareness. Well, I can only get there by doing the work and I just... I just am so grateful, I guess, to myself and it and it is such a massive blessing. Final lesson of 2022, number 22, community is contagious. I have resisted maybe doing a Facebook community for a while, um, but oh my gosh, I'm so happy that I finally have community connection going back to a lesson quite a while ago of connecting with others of like mind, even if that doesn't necessarily mean we think um, the same way, but a, a community that is open to learning and to sharing and supporting each other. This is almost like the center of my heart right now. And I can't imagine that ever changing that this community, you listening to this, being a part of it on Facebook, contributing to comments, even I would love you all to start communicating with each other and writing your own because community, it is absolutely contagious and I am very protective of and passionate about our community, it being a safe, beautiful, supportive, expansive space 
basically you'll be kicked out if you don't follow that rule. Um, but I can't imagine that's going to happen because the, the essence of the community is absolutely contagious and I just want to really thank you for being a part of it. I went eight seconds over on that one, but for every other one, I kept them to a minute. I'm so proud of myself. So there are the 22 things that I have learned in 2022. And I hope that you can maybe tell in the tone of my voice or you know, tell from me sharing them that reflecting on the year has now become this really positive, proactive grounding experience for me because the lessons have been so nourishing and deep and actually taking the time to write those out and now speaking through them with you has just again, like really made me in touch with myself, but also really excited about moving forward because of the lessons that I've learned. I would love for you to write this list for yourself. If you do jump over onto the Facebook community page and let me know about the experience. I mean, if you want to share your 22 things, I would freaking love that. Um, but obviously you don't have to be as open as me, but even if you just write, you know, that you did it, I would love to hear about your experience of it. And was it like mine? You know, was it really empowering? Um, but Oh, I really do hope that 2022 has taught you some really valuable lessons. It might not have felt good to learn them. I, I really acknowledge that because I'm with you, but I really hope that it has taught you some beautiful things. You, honestly, listening to this and being part of the Light Path community has been the biggest blessing. It hasn't been a lesson so much, but it's been a massive blessing for me. So I want to take this opportunity as the year wraps up to sincerely and deeply thank you from the bottom of my heart from, for being along this journey with me, with us and supporting me and supporting us in this um, journey. There's no other word for it. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And simply because that's all I can say, I will leave it there. Thanking you by sending you all my love, light, blessings, grace, and above all, peace. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.